was going like 40, 45 miles an hour and I just bailed. I just jumped from the car. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope that you are having the best damn week ever. I know I'm a little late, but uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures out there in the world. I was looking at Father's Day cards at the grocery store, and it seems that the greeting, greeting card companies just think that dad's are pieces of shit. <laughs> Every card was like, now's the day you don't have to give a shit about anything. Take a nap, drink a beer, drink a bottle of vodka, you know, walk around naked. Just uh, be a piece of shit. All that, all that other stuff will be waiting for you tomorrow, so just uh, take a load off. I don't know. I don't know what that means about uh, our culture and dads, but... Uh, it was a little off-putting, so I got my uh, Crayola crayons out and drew Dad a picture and sent it to him, and I'm sure he just loved it. I'm excited to share with you this week's episode of the show with comedian Alex Brown. She is someone I'd never uh, met before. I saw her doing a stand-up set uh, recently where she talked about <clears throat> how she was involved in a uh, carjacking and kidnapping. She was the victim not the one doing it. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, and I was just really amazed that it had only happened a few weeks before I saw her doing it on stage. So as I tell her, one of the reasons I like having comedians on is because uh, they, like myself, are uh, happy to talk about some of the bad times in exchange for uh, laughter and uh, really serves as a form of therapy. And I think that was the case for Alex. Uh, I didn't know all the details. And uh, later I found out that she's actually had three pretty crazy interactions involving her in a car. So we talk about all of those, and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. She's led a pretty fascinating life, and um, I hope you enjoy it. If you do, give us that five-star rating. It's greatly appreciated on the iTunes. Uh, you can email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com, and you can check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page. That's all I've got for now, so without further ado, here's my conversation with Alex Brown. How's your day going? Much better now. Oh, I mean, I got here safely from my place to yours. <laughs> right. Which car. I guess, I mean, we could jump right into it. It sounds <laughs> as though. Um, I've had bad luck with cars. Yeah. And life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the right place then. Because <laughs> this show is full of bad luck in life. Um, but yeah, you've had a crazy run of near death experiences involving cars. Mm hmm. And I saw you do one of them uh, at a stand-up show, and it was like two weeks before, or two weeks after it had happened, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And 
one of the reasons I have a lot of comics on the show is because, you know, if anybody can talk, <laughs> anyone that's happy to talk about bad times from their life and the hopes of getting laughter, it is comedians. That's true. Uh, yeah. And so it's how anyway. we cope. It's how we cope. With <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> with that's how I do shit. it. Yeah, yeah. I just talk about my most embarrassing moments in front of a microphone and let people uh, judge me for it. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess we can kind of build to uh, the set that I saw of mm -hmm. yours. Um but I guess what the first run in when you were like a you were a kid, right? I, yeah, I guess the first memorable car <laughs> car incident accident that I could think of um, was I'm half English, half Filipino. I was born in the Philippines. Oh, cool. And uh, my dad worked for the United Nations. So we would move around a lot. Wow. Um, in what capacity? What was his? Uh, he was not. Uh, he was a diplomat in, when, when we were um, in Africa. But wow. he, you know, he worked for the development program. So he would go into the uh, underdeveloped countries mm -hmm. and help establish infrastructure and, and things of that nature wow. um, but yeah it was a, always an adventure and when I was about eight he moved to Tanzania in East Africa um, for a year before we moved to, to join him um, mm. and we went out to visit him yeah. to go on safari because that's what you do it's one of the sure. you know, coolest things yeah. and he you know had this big uh, Land Rover 4x4 four four, and he was driving it in the middle of the no nowhere when all of a sudden the car um, skidded we rolled over three times and it landed in a ditch and it's like uh, in, the middle of in the middle of nowhere yeah in the middle of nowhere uh, we were on the way to the Serengeti oh my God. <laughs> and uh, um, everyone in the car, uh, you know, it was m my parents, um, and my two brothers okay. and my dad was driving. My little brother and I were in the front seat with him. Uh, my mom and older brother were in the back mm -hmm. and we, we were singing that song, uh, on top of spaghetti, <laughs> oh God. but with the, but the gory version oh, I was, was gory yeah like on top of the schoolhouse all covered in blood i shot my poor teacher with a 45 stud this you, was a pre-columbine yeah. world i guess we'll say uh. yeah that was that's when you could call it uh when you would sit on the floor not cross-legged but like indian, indian style, style. <laughs> yes my girlfriend gives me shit for this all because i guess i mean i was i'm from ohio she's from la i guess la was already more progressive than ohio was because she's younger than me and yet it was uh crisscross <laughs> Applesauce. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I would say Indian style without thinking twice yeah, about it. No, no, exactly. Yes, anyway, it was, okay. It was during that time. <laughs> yes, a simpler, <laughs> a more simpler. racist time. <laughs> um, Make America great again. Oh, Christ. Anyway, okay. Back to Africa, Joe. Yes. Back to Africa. Yes, yes. Um, no, so we were, um, we we had just gotten in this car accident and we were all blacked out. And I felt something when I had my eyes closed I felt something dripping on me yeah and that's what brought me to and I opened my eyes and it uh I looked up and it was my little brother hanging limp and he had been bleeding all oh. over me he'd gotten a cut from from the glass right under his eye it looked far worse but you know yeah. when you get um so he but I don't know how long we'd been passed out for so he I started screaming um that, that he was bleeding and you know woke my, my parents up uh and then I kicked through the windshield barefoot oh, shit. to yeah to climb that I, 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's because I mean there was no other the doors weren't were right, working, yeah. but um, had we had to wait on the side of the road for for a couple of hours for quite some time before any cars even passed. Right, because at this point, I mean, I doubt. I mean, did you have any sort of wireless communication? No, no, no. no. So. Um, and even so, when we got picked up, we my dad had to stay with a car because it was with our belongings and the car. And again, we're in the middle of nowhere, and he has this story that he told us later. Um, that uh, he was waiting there and a uh, group of Maasai warriors approached him and they had one of the side side view mirrors, you uh, know, from the car. Yeah. And they don't have mirrors in their culture. So they had oh, picked wow. this up because it had been flung in the, sure. you know, far flung in the accident. And they came to him and he, I think he let them have the, have, have it yeah. and, and stuff like oh, that. But God. I mean, obviously they weren't, you know, not, they weren't going to do anything. They well, just like, we're returning my, property. That, yeah. I thought, oh God, like, yeah. are going to try and like, no, you know, no, very peaceful. Do something bad. Wow, they must have thought it was some sort of sorcery. Or yeah, something. I know. Like, like yeah, because even I remember that was one of the things when we were on safari that our tour guide told us um, that when you try to take pictures of them, you see them all duck down like, mm -hmm. because they, they believe that the camera captures your soul or right. something. That's what yeah we were told. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, there's yeah. so much of that. So, like, do you... Do you, because I, I was in a car accident, which was a far less consequence. No mass warriors. I Yeah, no mad. warriors, no blood from my sibling. Can you really call it a car accident if there are yeah. no mass warriors yeah, exactly. involved? I was in a, a, a minor yeah. automobile mishap, <laughs> we'll say. Okay. Uh, but I do remember, like, as it was, because I hit black ice and was swerving. And so it was just like, there was, everything slowed down. And it was, just, and I had a friend Jeez. in the back seat, and I still remember it was just like slow motion. He was like, and we're dead. Oh, no. uh, so I don't know. I mean, you were eight. I don't know if you rem remember it, but like, do you, do you remember like right as it was happening? I, I don't know if I remember right as it was happening. I remember the smell of gasoline and mm. for like years and years after just always being triggered at a gas station or feeling nauseous when I would smell it because it would, it was such a, you know, olfactory memories yeah. are such a powerful thing. Yes. Um, so it, yeah, it just like would bring me back and I, I hated that smell. And before that I used to not like huff gasoline, I mean like, <laughs> I you know, like you're like, yeah, <laughs> no, but I didn't mind the sure. smell, you yeah. know, and now I just, is still associated sometimes or the memory like drifts back. Um, cause we eventually we were taken to, I forget where we were, maybe some, they found some resort that had like a, you know, a, an in-house doctor or something like yeah. that. Um, and they brought my little brother, uh, and I just, this was in the early nineties and RoboCop had just come out. So before, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> before, like before we left on our trip, I, I just watched that with my brothers. And I remember <laughs> we were in the doctor's office. My parents are there talking to him. And cause I'm, you know, small, the small kid, I was able to just sneak into his operating room and I just grabbed all the sharp scalpels, knives, whatever I could, whatever, anything that looked like it could cut flesh basically. Yeah. And I just collected it all like wrapped it in a towel and threw it in the garbage because I was terrified that they were going to transform my little brother into Robocop. <laughs> and I was determined to like, make sure this didn't happen. Not on my watch, you know, <laughs> well, yeah. doing God's work there. I mean, you know, you want to keep them human. When really as an adult, it's like you, what a little asshole. Like, yeah. Do you know how hard it must have been for him to get, to get those medical right. instruments all, yeah. out there? Like he yeah. must've been so confused. Like who the hell? What what happened to even our scissor or like the letter opener? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> anything, anything. <laughs> Ran a pair of chopsticks in there. They were right, thrown away. Anything, anything, anything with a point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and particularly, yeah, thinking about it now, like 
you know, I'm, yeah, they, they had to get new stuff because it couldn't be sterilized. Yeah. Sure. And thankfully, all he need, we'd, needed were like a few stitches. Sure. But um, yeah. I didn't know that at no, the well, time. No. I'm like thinking the worst. It's the craziest thing to think about with this because the same eight-year-old who like was able to use superhuman strength to push out, to p- <laughs> kick out the windshield is also an eight-year-old who would think logically, <laughs> I should get rid of all the, the sharp objects yeah, here yeah. so my brother doesn't like, become RoboCop. Yeah. So it is kind of crazy that it really doesn't matter what age, like we're, if you're thrown into like a life or death thing, anybody can kind of have that superhuman strength. Right. Even someone who believes in RoboCop guys. (laughs) Exactly. For a second there, you know, you were like a legit person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I lost. You know, you resorted back to your natural age. Right. But that's really crazy. I mean, did, um, did it ever, like what exactly happened? Do you know? Like, um, how did it swerve? I don't the... know, but I know that, like, up to now, no, my dad still blames himself for it. Like, he like harbors this this grief, you yeah. know, because he just, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really know what happened. I, I don't. I know enough without right. having to be like, let me get the, <laughs> let me get the dirty details. Because right. I know he just, my mom said, my mom says it's because his, he drives recklessly. <laughs> I think it's because my little brother is just super accident prone. Oh, like okay. he's had even more than me. He's had just his like stories of getting, you know, like hot buckets of boiling water dumped on him by accident. That was before our trip to africa and then the rest of the trip he was like in, in our family photos he's going around like this covering oh, it up because they didn't really have anything for him to I to have and he him. needed it to breathe yeah, yeah. Or he's just or like just car accident he just i don't wow. know there's something so the yeah yeah there's something yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't ride in cars together no. it's yeah, not anymore <laughs> fate. yeah <laughs> you escaped yeah. once mm-hmm. and um, um and actually if you can believe it that was one of two crazy things to happen in a car in Africa. Really? Uh, yeah. When we eventually moved there, we attended the international school, okay. um, the IST international school of Tanganyika or Tanzania. Um, and on the way to school, again, it must've been nine or 10. Uh-huh. My dad was driving us. I'm in the front seat. My little brother, again, is in the back seat. And um, my dad liked to take all these shortcuts, but of course, you know, ways and map quest didn't exist right. back then. Yeah. Uh, so he took the wrong turn and it's a dead end. And as he's like going to back out of it, these guys just all jump out with guns and surround the car. And this is like the guns you would imagine in like a jungle in the Congo while right. they're protecting their, you know, like Rambo stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're like marijuana crop. Like yeah. you don't fuck with these guys. Yeah. So they point the gun, you know, have the guns pointed at us and they are trying to carjack us and they tell my dad to get out of the car and blah, blah, blah. And he just says to them, my dad's proper English guy, like just very super proper. And he's like, no, (laughs) I'm just, what? I like, look, I'm I'm just sort of looking back at the guys with the guns and my dad, like, what did you just say? And he's like, you can't shoot me. And I'm like, I, in my head, I'm like, I don't know if you know how guns work dad but like bullets don't really discriminate like they'll yeah, just, they'll just by the Geneva yeah you might be something. a diplomat but like i don't think they know that i don't yeah, think they're like here. ak <laughs> knows that <laughs> <laughs> that uzi doesn't care that you have a blue you know un passport <laughs> right oh my god well, what did they do so he i mean i don't think they've ever been 
turned down before. I mean, I'm whoever gets that, you know, it's not like, yeah, it's not like we're on a date and he asked to, you know, like go to third base and the girl's like, no, not tonight. Like, no, it's, it's like, no, give me your car. And my dad goes, no, no, you can't shoot me. I'm a diplomat. (laughs) And in that moment, again, as like a young kid, I don't know if I have like hero complex. I don't think it was, but I remember thinking in my head, okay, if the guy does shoot, am I going to be a hero? Like, do I jump in front of a bullet like this is what i'm thinking the whole time like do i jump in front of the bullet to to stop this yeah when really my dad said on the outside i was just going no 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 (laughs) because i guess i guess like you know but really in my head i was like do i do do i do like and he i was really just like (laughs) your inner monologue did not add up to (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like a pinterest fail (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, I think you were rea- reacting in an appropriate fashion. <laughs> yeah, like just, it's quite traumatic. And what's worse was, so he just, while the guys were, were sort of just, I guess, like, gobsmacked, as they would say in England, um, he just backs out and drives away. And these guys are like, okay. And the craziest thing about all of that is, we're there, like, I could have shit my pants, you yeah. know? Like, my dad drives us to school and makes us still go to school that day. And the whole time, like, I'm on edge at school. Like, yeah. if I if I was old enough to smoke cigarettes, I probably would have gone to the teacher's on to be like, yo, can I, does anyone go, you know, like, just One to calm my nerves. It's been, yeah. And I remember telling my teacher, uh, like, this is what happened before school. And she was just like, Jesus, like, you know, but your education is important. <laughs> That may be true, but do you have last night's homework? Yeah, no. And, and he, you know, my dad, my, cause I remember when he like opened the door and let us out, he's like, well, you're fine. And I was like, dad, you're really going to make us go to school? Like he's like, well, yeah, nothing happened to you. Mental welfare was not what it is today. <laughs> no. And, and to yeah. be fair, he did go off to work himself. It's sure. not, it's yeah. not like he took a me day. Like, <laughs> no, no, still, still for all parties involved. <laughs> You know, it would have been good to just be like, talk to somebody like, yeah. hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, you could have died. <laughs> yeah. I wow. Know, I know. That's crazy. crazy. I mean, so what was, how long were you living there? Uh, five years. Five years. So from what age to? From uh, eight to, when did I move here? Um, I moved here in seventh grade, which is what, like okay. 11 or 12, 12. Yeah, yeah 12, yeah. Like that, 13. Yeah. So moved from uh, East Africa, Tanzania to Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> What was that? That was different. That yeah. was hard to adjust because, again, I, by that at that point, I'd been exposed to so much, so you know, so many things. Um, African wildlife, you know, RoboCop, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, near death. But yeah, exactly. Twice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, but and so when I moved there, it was people were asking me things like. Um, have you ever seen a car before? And you moved from Africa. Did you have a pet tiger? And <laughs> do, you, do you used to wear, you know, loincloths? And my God, your English is so good. Where did you learn it? And it just, for me, even even at a young age, I thought, what the hell is wrong with it? You know, like, sure. you know, so I, eventually I learned that it was just lack of exposure. And right. I mean, it, they didn't know any better. Yeah, so. yeah. But even adults would ask oh, me shit. Like, you know, which yeah. again, as a kid, you're thinking, these people should know better. Right. Um, so I would... 
again, turning to humor as a coping mechanism, I would joke about it and I would eventually say things like, when people would comment about my English, I would say things like, oh, well, thank you, you know, but you know, it was like a really long flight from Africa and the flight attendant was kind enough to teach me English on the flight and people would go, really? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Or and then and then sometimes I'd go snooty like, do you have a pet tiger? And I'm like, actually, tigers are only found in Asia, <laughs> you know, like that kind of. <laughs> or the the car thing weirded me out. I'm like, where did you think? You know, like I mean, to think that you know, I, I would sometimes go, is it the thing with those round like four round things? Like what? <laughs> yeah, play into it. Yeah, but I mean, what what was. Africa like for you now I mean I get that you know you were sort of probably in an elevated environment just because of your dad's job and yeah stuff. we lived in a gated community but sure. um which and, and I th we had like a night watchman who'd sit mm -hmm. with a machete like outside our oh, shit. yeah because yeah. it was yeah it would get you know could, could get a little dangerous but um but no. what, what was life like for like just average people there uh, well, I wrote it. That's the thing. It was so different. Um, the experiences I had in Africa and then moving to Greenwich, Connecticut. And I actually in eighth grade gave the graduation speech and made, made all the parents like cry because I talked about how privileged they were than they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and moving there to see kids like, you know, draw on notebooks and tear them up or draw on the walls or just coming from, and then you know, when the kids in Africa would literally walk miles to school barefoot with a broom that they'd made so they could sweep the mud floors of their classroom. It right. was just very like, yeah, very stark comparison, yeah, you know. And, and so I, I just told the kids, I was like, you just don't you know, take it. You know, you need to like take advantage of what you have. And you, you guys have so much. And especially in this. I mean, it, this was a while ago, but in this age of like the millennial like oh kill me life is so yeah. like it's like yeah. some, there are people fighting to live every day right. you know like walking miles and miles just to get water yeah for the day or something you know or to go to school yeah. and here you are like oh, i don't want to go to school because i don't have a newest iphone or whatever <laughs> yeah. like you know yeah. i mean and i again i've been guilty of, sure. of that same because well, we're all guilty of our own circumstances and we don't you know but it's great that i think it's probably been nice i mean it, it's just an extraordinary opportunity that, yeah you know that you yeah had to, that to be able to think about that you know, like, did you appreciate that while you were still living there? Like, oh, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I, mean I, I lived it and I, I was I took advantage of living there. Like we I mean, there were maybe two TV stations, one radio station. So we time was spent outdoors, sure. you know, like all, playing with the rest of the neighborhood kids. So I I really am. I'm lucky and fortunate that I had that kind of upbringing. And then expo again, because it's an international school, just like exposure to all different types of, of cultures yeah. um and the, yeah and then and then again i think i only realized how fortunate i was or or how yeah how, what those experiences experiences meant after i moved here and sure. was a little older and saw the other side of it or met people who didn't even have a passport and had never left the country not right. because they couldn't or didn't have the means to but like just lacked interest right um, yeah. so I get like, yeah, it's, it, I really, I do miss, miss life there. I don't know. I think as a teenager, it might've been different. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if you want, if you have a choice, I'd, I think it'd probably be safer to rebel in Connecticut yeah. as opposed to yeah, you know, like exactly. going off the, the, out of the gated community there might be a little more dicey. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Um, 
What brought you guys to Connecticut? Um, well, when you work at the United Nations, at some point during your service, you have to do time at the um, headquarters oh, in New York, New York. City. Okay. And we had family in Greenwich, which is you know a train ride away to, yeah. to New York. So my mom had sisters, or a sister there, and mm. some cousins. Wow. Um, so, okay. Yeah. How long does he still work in that? He he no, he doesn't. He okay. does a little consulting now, but my whole family lives in the Philippines. Oh. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like your mom, dad, everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. the only one here? Yes. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. And well, we can get to when, when that happened. But uh, okay. So then uh, in our timeline, how many years are we flashing forward to our next? Uh, Flash forward to, well. Uh, scary car moment. Yeah. To, <laughs> well, that's why it's it's funny. Because again, I've lived in all these places or traveled to all these sort of third world or dangerous, dicey places. And here I am in LA, like thinking, <laughs> oh, I'm completely safe. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, you know, thinking like the worst, the worst thing that could happen to me is that my dealer rips me off. <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago, beginning of April, I had a uh, show at the Ice House in Pasadena. It was my first time playing there, okay. uh, performing there. And um, after that night, I, a few friends who'd shown up, uh, we decided to celebrate or get fucked up. Sure. Because <laughs> I did it, guys. Um, and so we did drank. Yeah. Did it go well? And they, Yeah, it went very well. Great. It's, I mean, Ice House is a, a historic club. It here. really, yeah. And it was, it was on my list, so I was really happy. But then uh, at the end of the night, a f- friend offered to drive me home. Uh, and he told me that beforehand he needed to stop at a gas station to grab cigarettes and a Gatorade. And this is in Highland Park, you guys. <laughs> um, east, yeah. East uh, coast of Pasadena. And Which is a pretty good area. It's up in, it's like the Williamsburg of LA right sure. now. It's, you know, if you haven't been to the Highland Park Bowl and they have a donut friend and, every, you know, they have all these yeah. cool music venues. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anyway, so my friend stopped at the gas station. He said for smokes and Gatorade. Okay, and, thought, and what yeah, time is this probably? This is probably around four thirty in the morning. Okay, from four thirty and five a.m. Um, I had thrown up maybe three times before that. At this point, because I was, gonna ask I was yeah, because I had missed mixed whiskey and like my Asian red was off the charts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I got that too, which is weird. You do? Yeah, my dad has it. I like if I and it's not all the time. It's sometimes like sometimes if I have a beer at noon, totally it, red. Yeah, it's a flush. Yeah. At night, sometimes it's not. Anyway, no, so, so I can relate. That's so. No, I I, I was. I mean, that's when I think my friend was like, I need to get Gatorade because I had been, I had been just puking my guts out before. Needed some electrolytes. Yeah. Okay. So you're fucked up. I'm fucked up. Exactly. I was like, that's that. Yeah, I was fucked up. We, and they even saw it in the, the, you know, in this security footage at the shell station. There's footage of me like hanging out the side of the car, like, <laughs> which I need to ask for to add to my reel, yes. you know, like yes. just <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so the security footage, right? Goes crazy. Right. Okay. Um. So, but that shows you how close we were to the entrance of the shell. Like you know, when you pull up, not even at the gas pumps. Like you pull up to the door because you're going to run in, yeah. and grab something. My friend runs in, buys the Gatorade, the cigarettes, runs out, goes to light a cigarette, and realizes he doesn't have his lighter. So he runs back into the store to grab matches which are like free yeah in that 30 seconds that he ran back in yeah some dude jumped into the car into the front seat of the car or the driver's seat of the car and drove the car away 
which and was well lit because you could see me in in the security footage in the front. I was I was like this in the front, like just, just yeah, like resting my eyes, shall we say? You it's know, like, yes, yeah. Yes. Which explains why my friend had kept the car running. Yeah, you know, like. Because some people say, well, that's his own fault. Later, they say, well, it's his own fault for leaving the car. And it's like, he had the AC on. It was a courtesy thing. He could see me. It was quick. Right. What's going to, you know, what's the worst that could happen, guys? Answer. Well, yeah, lo and behold, you get carjacked and kidnapped. Holy. Um, and a carjacking is, what, like, you know, a few years. If you got caught, it's a couple of years. But, yeah. like, a kidnapping bumps it up, you know, makes yeah. it much worse. So I don't understand why this guy would have... He he saw me. I'm not a, like a small person. Like he would have seen me yeah. passed out in the front seat. Right. And I was, you know, I was still resting and I felt the car going really quickly. So I opened my eyes because something didn't feel right. I yeah. thought like, why is my friend driving this quickly? And I look and it, there seated in the front seat is a man I had never seen before in my life. Oh. And yeah. And I'm like, and that, I mean, talk about something that'll sober you. That shit sobers you up pretty quickly. Imagine, like, like yeah. Oh, did I call an Uber? Like, what is, <laughs> is this a pool? Why am I in the front? You know, like, uh, so and he, I turned to him and he looks at me, he looks me in the eye and I just remember like getting this like cold feeling because yeah. looking into his eyes, they were just very cold. He was very cool, calm and collected and in a steely voice, you know, he, he said to me, give me all your money. And I thought, <sighs> what? Like, first of all, I'm a comedian. I have no money. <laughs> I, I am not cash rich. No, and I, I, what I said was like, no, I mean, I, I don't have any cash. If you left the guy with all the cash, I said, because like that guy was buying cigarettes and Gatorade. Right. Like, I don't have any money. Right. Like, if you turn around, like I could give you Gatorade and some cigarettes. But he, yeah, offer, like I'm yeah, sure. did not take me up on my generous offer. Um, okay, okay, all right. So just. The fact that he was so cool, calm, and collected, that's that has what, to be the most terrifying that's thing, That's when people right? have asked me, you know, since then, like, was he a junkie? That's their first right. go-to. It's like, was he a junkie? Was he was he fucked up? Was he like, you know, did he look did he look crazy? And I said, no, because that would have been, I know it's strange to say, but like, that would have been comforting. Right. If I know, because, okay, great. He's just trying to do it for... Because well, it just, adds up in a way. Yeah, yeah. And like, he wasn't thinking. Not that he just made a, a stupid decision. He saw me, you know, like, he's not... He doesn't have a, t a plastic tarp in his like backpack, like sure. and a Dexter kit, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That and that was what freaked me out was that he was so calm about it, and he yeah. accelerated uh, um, when I. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I asked him um, to stop and let me out. Yeah. And he said no and accelerated. And that's like when my gut instinct, that little voice inside of me, yeah, um, started screaming you know, um, get the fuck, you have to get the fuck out of the car. Like, get out of here. Probably the same voice that was like, you need to get rid of those knives. So they're going to turn him into RoboCop. <laughs> well, that gut was one for two then, yeah. you know, <laughs> or like the, you might have to jump in front of this bullet if they shoot dad <laughs> and teach yourself how to drive and somehow back out of this alley. And like, <laughs> All of these other things have trained you. For no, it moment. really like something kicked in. And I was like, I just knew enough that I couldn't let him take me to wherever he was going to get to. Cause right. At that point, you know, he would, then the ball's in his court. Yeah. He might have friends. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. When he said that, I, like, knew he was going to sell the car for parts and had a feeling that he was going to sell me for parts as well. Yeah. Um, yes. Terrifying. 
Yeah, so oh I God. just, and I mean, I, I had had a show, so I'd been wearing like a skirt and open-toed heels, was right. not really dressed for a tumble, a jump and tumble. Yeah, no action sequence attire. Here. No, I get, but again, like, thank God I'd had training kicking through a windshield barefoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, before we get to what happens, like, what, what kind of, was it a really nice car? Is it was, no, it was, no, it was thought? just like a Toyota, like a, fo no, I have, wow. that's why I have no, but he Clearly, he'd been watching us because yeah. he had to have seen my friend go from the car inside, then come back out to walk towards the car, then run back in. You know, yeah. like it, it's well, he was just, probably just at that gas station yeah. waiting for that scenario. Yeah. And he can't be picky, I guess. No, it is. no. So jump in any car. No, you can. I mean, to be fair, he has really good taste. <laughs> well, clearly. <yeah. laughs> I was referencing more of the car. Yeah. Big, but, yeah. You, know, no. <laughs> I, you were the added bonus of this whole scenario. No. Um, so, yeah, I just, wow, I don't okay. understand. Yeah, I don't. And afterwards, people were like, well, does he have your address? Is he going to come back for you? Which is a terrifying idea to, because I, it didn't even occur to me that that might be a thing. It wasn't, it wasn't like the target, but still sure. like. But still, yeah. I mean, that's okay. So you're having these thoughts. You're like, I got to get out of this car. Mm -hmm. So how long was it? Or what did you in? It was, it had out? to have been, it had to have been less than five minutes from the time he took, he took the car because yeah. I, I knew the longer I waited. I mean, like even drunk logic, you know, trying to figure out the lo logic in my head. It's like, no, the longer I wait in this car, the far, the farther away I will be from where my friend is right. and the closer I'll be to wherever this guy is trying right. to take me to. So, and I didn't want to, to wait till he got to the freeway. Like, no. that's like, you know, like I'm not really not dressed for that. Like, I, I, I didn't bring my Kevlar suit. <laughs> like it's, it was, yeah. So I, um, I remember I, op I like opened the car door slightly and I just hesitated thinking about which foot do I lead with? Like yeah. that was literally like that was my that was my only thought. Like, do we go right? Do we go left? <laughs> right, left. And I think eventually I just chose the right because it was closest to the road. Yeah. And he was going like 40, 45 miles an hour. And I just bailed. I just jumped from the car, rolled. I remember just seeing this over and you know, like gravel head, like yeah. or body part, whatever, like just yeah. seeing that over and over. Cause it was very quick. Yeah. Um, feeling a stinging when I hit the ground and then like, I ended up like a starfish on, on my back in the middle of the road. Oh. Um, only like got up fairly quickly because I wanted to make sure he hadn't turned around, um, which yeah. thankfully he hadn't, he was just trying to get out of there. Right. Um, I lost a shoe. I like, I had my phone, but I was so in shock because every time I looked down on it, there was blood on the screen. And I didn't know if I thought my friend had left his phone in the car. Yeah. Um, and it was really late. Again, my family lives abroad. Like, yeah. who am I going to call? Um, so I just gathered my things like my purse. It's a cat purse because I'm a crazy cat lady. I have four cats, <laughs> but it's, I, for some reason I had cradled it like a baby, but I dropped it when I jumped and it was maybe like 20 feet down the road for me. Seriously, it was upright looking at me because apparently all cats, even cat bags land on their feet. It was just, I thought, what the hell? But so I grabbed weird, that. Yeah. yeah. I grabbed that, tried to get my bearings, trying to figure out which way because i where where i landed in the middle of the road it was a street going this way and a street going that so way it was right road. across right in the middle and the first car that drives by i flag it down 
And it's these girls who look like they just left like the club for this, you know, Saturday okay. night. Yeah. And they were extremely wary of me, like just looked extreme, like very annoyed that, which I get, I look crazy. You were the, 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 the girl in all the horror in movies. The, yeah. In the like, <laughs> like the limping, like the, yeah. like, please, let me in your car, let me in your car. Yeah, like that. You were that person <laughs> yeah. who you only think happens in movies. Yeah. Oh my God. And so I, I mean, I, I get it that, cause if that had approached me, but like, if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm not asking for money. I'm not oh. like, I don't have, you know, like track marks. I had had my makeup done. Like clearly I'm a little injured, but I'm dressed nicely. I have a purse, sure. whatever. Yeah. So I explained to them like this is what happened like I, can you please drive me down the road like and they just went and I went <laughs> I, like I like showed them my that I was bleeding in my wounds just to be like this is why I don't want to walk can you please yeah. and I said I don't have a shoe like um and then eventually they, they said um yeah you can get in the back they're very very annoyed that I had bothered wow. them which I which you know like I get because like the last thing I want to be dealing with you know on a Saturday night when the Molly's wearing off is <laughs> sure. you know some, <laughs> some yeah. escapee yeah. <laughs> but, but at some point that but, would and, subside but, and they're and all women that's why at yeah. one point I'm like Come on, like it, it, it's not some sketchy dude trying to get in the car. Like I help a, help a sister out. Yeah, come on. <laughs> now, uh, before you get in, I'm wondering: Did you think about calling nine one one, or I, were you just in shock? I didn't. I was in shock, um, and I I just wanted to get to, to find my friend just right. to make sure he he was okay. Because I think in my head I knew he must have at that by that point called the cops, which yeah. he did. Like when he saw the car pull away at the gas station, he said at first he thought I had gotten in the front seat and was moving it a little bit just um, to let a car pass. Mm. But then he saw it zoom away and he knew immediately that it was someone who took the car. Good on him for knowing that. Yeah. And he yeah. said he just sprinted after it as fast as he could, screaming bloody murder at the top of his oh lungs. Said people were coming out of their houses to, just, you know, to see what the problem was. Um, and then he immediately called the cops and he said, my friend's been taken. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it would make sense that you don't, because I mean, at that point, you just want to get away from the spot you're at. No, you and I, when, when you're at I'm wait. like shake. Yeah. I, I'm barely, like, I, in yeah. my head, I'm like, I just jumped from from a car like I don't I just need to get back to the one person I know like um that that was yeah that was my only thought so these these girls they they let me in they and we drove maybe like four minutes like it was not far I could have walked but I, I you know well, if I sure. had to <laughs> it was like I already don't like walking on a good day <laughs> I think That's why I moved right. to LA. But, <laughs> you know, but you know, after what what I'd been through, like I didn't really want to walk. <laughs> no, no, that's fair, reasonable. And they, they came, we came upon my friend who had again been running towards the direction of where he saw last saw the car, and I said, "That's him, that's him." They pull over, and they roll down the window and, and say to him, "Yeah." your friend is acting all sorts of crazy right now. You need to get her out of our car. And he like giving them, giving him attitude yeah. th that I'm slightly hysterical. <laughs> Sorry to inconvenience your, you know, and your you Saturday night. Happened, yes. Right? And, like, then, and so my friend, his, his jaw drops and he goes, do you have any idea what she's just been through? Cause you could, if you just looked at me, you're like, 
this girl is, you know, has just gone through something. Yes. She's distraught at, you know, yeah. at the very least. Yeah. And, um, and he said, do you know what she's just been through? And they went, oh, whatever, just get her out of our car before she bleeds all over the back seat. Oh, boy. Good Samaritan. I know. I'm like, thank you for nothing. Yeah. I mean, they... They did the exact bare minimum. Yeah. They did get you there. Right. And they did it in the shittiest yeah. way possible. But it's fine. While we were waiting for the detectives to show up, I called the cops and was like, yo, there's a drunk driver in this car. <laughs> no one reported that. <laughs> they have this kind of car. There's blood in the back. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like, karma's a bitch. So am I. <laughs> what was that car, the ride like for the four minutes? Was that was, I just remember, I was out of my mind, okay. and but also feeling ashamed, like like trying to make myself as small as possible yeah, so as yeah. not to inconvenience them anymore because sure. they made me feel really bad for yeah. having to put them in this situation, which is such a like to be guilted in that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're all, you know, when you've gone through that. It was, I was a very like, I don't want to be here right now, but this is the lesser of two evils. Sure. And, you know, it was weird. Yeah, I Did wasn't. Did they try to make small talk or anything? No, I, I should have been like, this is great. I'm going to Shazam this song. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Or like, I really like your shoes because that always works. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, an in instant case, in. <laughs> yeah, I guess you just got to ride out the silence. I yeah. Does anyone have, uh, you know, hydrocortisone or like liquid bandage? Hydrogen peroxide, like, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Something. Oh no. Okay. Just attitude. <laughs> Plenty <laughs> like, of that. Maybe yeah. some ketamine to numb myself. Because like, so. I just jumped out of a moving yeah. car. Yeah. To steady my nerves. Oh. Okay. So you. So they drop you so off. So we. Yeah. We find friend. my friend. My friend's like, Oh my God. Are you okay? And um, we hobble back to the the shell station and we wait on the side of the road for over forty minutes before any cops showed Jeez. up. <laughs> And I know because I ordered uh, Domino's pizza from Postmates and that showed up before the cops did. <laughs> Props on Domino's pizza. I know. No, they, well, they, when, when the like, cops showed up, when we, you know, because my friend called maybe three or four times. He was yeah. like, this is crazy. She's, you know, like, what? get someone here now, you yeah. know, like. We need someone. So, and th when they showed up, they said, "Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's a Saturday night. We're really busy." And I thought, oh, technically, it's Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I said, "Well, I, I said I've lived in Africa. I've lived in like Asia, and and this shit happens to me in LA. Like I, I never, I didn't expect it." And there was one female officer and one male. Um, and the female officer just looks at me and she goes, oh, what did you expect? It's Highland Park. <laughs> like, it's my own damn fault for... <laughs> yeah, for... Oh, wow. Yeah, and a, I mean, a, it's a... Th I've, when I've told this story to a few people, I've gotten the reaction like, oh, yeah, I heard there was a human trafficking ring there. Like, no biggie, you know, or like, oh, I have another friend where something similar happened. What? Oh, L.A. Yeah. Oh, one guy was oh, this good. One guy goes... <laughs> Wow, that is such an LA story. And what? I went, uh, no, I'm like, mm, Andy Dick offering you cocaine in the, like a bar bathroom is an LA story. Yes. You know, like yes. <laughs> running into Colin Farrell at Gelson's is an LA story. <laughs> I'm like, this is meant for the Congo. Like, you know, yes. like, what the hell? Yes. Like, this is something out of, you know, like a video game yes. with a PG rating or <laughs> like an RNC7. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This is not an LA story. Oh. So once the cops get there, like, do they take you to the hospital? They uh, no. Well, I, I, they didn't even. 
and they could see that I was okay. Actually, it was really funny. Before they got there, my friend turns to me and he's like, I think this is more LA than anything, but he's like, now I know that um, you've been through a lot uh, and it's really late, but uh, we're about to be surrounded by a bunch of cops right now. Uh, so before they get here, I'm going to need you to just dispose of any drugs that you have. <laughs> and I, I, my reaction was, we did, we did them all. We already did them all. Like, <laughs> If I had more, we'd still be at that party. Like, not here. <laughs> no. It was just, I thought, you know, I'm like, that was the only, like, ask that he had of me. Like, nothing else. Like, Finally, not like, stop yeah. leading, stop crying. Just, yeah. like, swallow whatever drugs you've got. <laughs> because that is, it's as shitty as it sounds. Like, you've heard of these situations where people call the cops or... You, you call them for help and then you end up getting fucked or, or you know, or, or right. dinged for something because they found something, you know, exactly. it's no, just, no, it's true. That and I don't need, I didn't need, no. need that to be the, the cherry. On the, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. On the kidnapping Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what? So we, we filed, like my friend had to file a, uh, car jacking sure. report. I had to file a kidnapping report. The kicker was the car belonged to his mom uh -huh. who was out of the country in Bhutan. Oh, uh, as you do, as you do. Oh, but the Bhutan God. is one of those, it's, it's like extremely hard to, it, you know, you have to set up a, a, a lot of prep goes into it before visiting Bhutan. So it's like the thought of bothering her or calling her and saying like, Hey, Ma, you having a good trip? By the way, <laughs> your car got stolen and my friend was in it. Like that would have ruined her yeah. entire yeah. trip. She would have cut it short. Mm -hmm. He didn't want that. Uh, <laughs> so he actually waited till his, till his mom got back, mm -hmm. back in the country for that. But yeah, he had, they recovered the car. Thankfully. Really? Okay. Um, they had stripped it of everything. Mm. Uh, you I mean, my, took my friend's laptop, everything that he had of in course. there, um, and left a pack of Swishers. <laughs> yeah, like they're like black and mild. They're yeah. like, yeah, or yeah. like, yeah. And so they said, um, yeah, they said, oh, we're going to dust them for fingerprints. And, you know, this guy's really, this guy's really dumb because we got really good footage of him, like at the Shell station, and we have his fingerprint, you know, or something yeah. like that. But they never, they haven't caught they him haven't yet. They haven't caught him yet. Nope. And it's been what? Like it's been weeks, like, it's months? been, yeah, it's been like two months almost. Oh um, so it's, yeah, he's still out there. He's out there. So don't go to Highland park. Yeah. And see, when I went to a, the doctor just to get checked out, thankfully, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I was inebriated mm -hmm. and that I do yoga a lot. But my body, I mean, I, all I got was mild whiplash and abrasions, Wow. um, which, you know, like it could have been much worse. Yeah. I could have had spinal injuries. I could have broken a wrist and ankle and anything. Yeah. Um, and when I went to the doctor and I told her what happened, she, instead of, I mean, of course she was shocked, but instead of saying like, holy shit, like I didn't know that could happen, which is what, what was my initial reaction. She said, oh yeah, you know, I treated another lady a few weeks ago, something really similar. And I'm there going, what? She's like, oh yeah, she was at a party in the hills. She called her Uber. Um, this she was waited outside for it. This car pulled up. She thought it was her Uber, and they opened the car door and grabbed her by the hair and pulled her in the car. And same thing. The only way she was able to escape was by jumping oh out of the car. God. But hers was her injuries were much worse. She yeah. like, I think broke her her wrist. Chunks of her hair were missing. Yeah. So apparently it happens. <laughs> in LA. It's but still such a, I was just talking with a friend about this. We were talking more specifically about like, 
a death in the family or a funeral, like the thing, I mean, obviously there's no good thing to say, Mm-mm. but it's just odd when people, like, I find it interesting what people say in those moments where they just try to make it a competition. Yeah. And like, oh, well, actually, my whole family died last week. Yeah. Why? That's not making me feel any better. Right. And so it's a story. Right. The way it the, is. a majority of the people that you're saying you interacted with responded to this is it's, very odd oh, to me. Oh, no. My, my gay bestie goes, well, what time did this happen? Yeah. First of all, why, why are you asking questions? I would be like, holy mom, are, yeah, you okay? are you okay? Like, Jesus, I'm so sorry. Basic level of empathy. Before revealing his hand, he's like, well, what time was this? And I go, I don't know, like 4.35 a.m. He goes, oh, so yeah. Well, maybe next time you shouldn't be out so late. Oh like, it was... <laughs> and I mean, so he, I know he cares, but well, like right. that was... But, but still, so like you're talking about, like... Maybe even even if that's what you're thinking, keep that shit to yourself and yeah. just say, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, let me give you a hug. <laughs> yeah, you but know, on the left side. Well, the abrasions. Yeah. You know, like, and again, not to like take it to that level, but that's like equating it to like a girl saying she got taken advantage of and someone saying, well, what were you wearing? You know, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you got carjacked and kidnapped. Yeah. Well, what well, time was it? Maybe you shouldn't be in Highland Park at the Shell Station on Fifty right. Third and Figueroa. Stay away. <laughs> wow. Stay away. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it, it's a testament to uh, being a comedian that you were able to find the funny in this right away. But I mean, I imagine like, does it still like? Are you? Has it affected like sleeping or anything like on a real I've level? I've never because like, it's. Yeah, I haven't. I uh, didn't think that it was, I mean, I knew that it was traumatic, but like, I, I thought my friend who was waiting at the gas station had it much worse. Like I uh-huh. thought, I was like, I, I really, I think you had it much worse. And he just thought I was crazy. Cause I thought he, at least, at least I knew where I was. At least I knew I was okay. Right. He had no idea, you know, sure. that like I would have been shitting my pie, but I've just yeah. been panicking, like not thinking the worst, like they have her hacked up or so, you know, yeah, like sure. just, and it's his mom's car you know? sure. <laughs> and all of his worldly possessions, like my leather jacket, my laptop, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but he, yeah. But, and I didn't even, um, think that what I had done was, it was extraordinary or anything out of the normal, uh, you know, because for me, it was my only option. There was right. not, nothing else, but sure. I've talked to a few people now who, who say like, I don't think I could have done it. I don't think I could have summed up the, the courage of the balls to jump from that car. Yeah. And, you know, and I thought, well, I just, I guess, um, uh, actually I thought, yeah, I'm pretty cool. I'm a straight G. No, <laughs> no, but even my dad was like, "Well done. You were very courageous." I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Tell him you learned from the best. No, yeah. I know you can. No, no, you can't. You can't kidnap me. My dad's a diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> wow well that's yeah. really crazy and you know it's uh yeah it's but it, it's actually it's been therapeutic to, to talk about it sure. at shows and people have come up to me afterwards i've only started to reintroduce it into my set recently but they've come up to me after shows saying like holy shit i can't believe that happened but well done on turning like a really crazy story a really bad thing into yeah. something funny yeah um, yeah I yeah mean, you definitely have yeah. i mean that's Nuts. I mean, I don't want to belabor on it, but I mean, has it affected like, oh, yes, you're yes, leaving sorry, yeah, yeah. at night, like places? Um, it like, was really, it was weird. Uh, the first, my friend and I, for the first three days after, um, we sort of just clung to each other. Like, uh, he spent the night, um, 
and we're, we're platonic. Like we've known each other since middle school, but like he spent the night in my bed. He actually had to hose me down that night because <laughs> yeah, because I, I couldn't go to bed. Like I might get gangry. I might, you know, I had to like wash sure. everything and, but I was in no sort of condition and he was in complete shock. He couldn't speak. He could just sort of go through the motions, right. but yeah, he like hosed me down. He like put me in bed and was just, apparently he just spent the night watching me because even after I fell asleep, I would start to hyperventilate in yeah. my sleep, which I, sure. I didn't think was a thing. I just, yeah. And, and even weeks after, like I would be in the shower if I had a moment to th think by myself or, or just let the thoughts creep in, like I would start to replay the incident. And mm. again, my breath would become shallow. I'd panic. Um, it could almost like, you know, feel like I was back in that moment, yeah. which I, I've had dramatic things happen, but I don't know that I, I think I just have blocked them or it's, they've happened. It happened such a long time ago that I've, right. you know, been able to manage or become sure. callous to it, but that, yeah, it would creep in. And I yeah. didn't, there were friends who right after the accident told me, you need to go see a therapist. This is going to, this is a triggering thing. You need to go see a therapist and deal yeah. with this. Um, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to go do open mics. Work out. Yeah, work out. Yeah, because my, uh, my therapist doesn't even laugh at all my stuff. And I give her <laughs> comedy gold. <laughs> Not even a pause. <laughs> I ask for so little and I pay you so much. <laughs> I'm already paying. Just yeah, laugh. like just at the end, you know, standing yeah. ovation. Standing <laughs> Too much to ask? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, that's incredible and it's yeah, it's it, yeah. props to you for yeah, finding the finding the funny. Yeah, and you yeah. and you saw my my first set yeah. after. I mean, I didn't I didn't realize it was gonna trigger me until I started doing it. My palms got sweaty, like I, you know, started immediately sweating, like was thinking about yeah. re just replaying it again, hearing yeah. myself talk about everything. Um, yeah. Well, but, but you think it's helping just to continue I, for to sure, talk about for it? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. makes sense. And, it, it really, and again, like for the people who don't know that that could actually happen here, not, not, yeah, just like, I'm just, I lock the doors now whenever, even when, when I'm just driving to like Ralph's or something, you know, I just lock the doors just because you never know. Or no. it's, it's just, but, um, but don't wear a seatbelt because if I'd been wearing a seatbelt I wouldn't have been able to jump from the car as quickly. So if kids, take away from this so episode. kids, <laughs> Forget what your parents have told you. It's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and talking Anytime. about it. Thank uh, you for having this conversation. Definitely. Yeah. Where yeah. can people find you on social media? Um, I am on Instagram as Alex. It's basically my name, like you're screaming it. So A-H-H-H-L-I-X. Um, I have a few shows coming up in the summertime in, at the comedy store and at the ice house i am returning i don't know if i'm just a glutton for punishment but early night. <laughs> yeah, i know because I, I will say if this happens again Ooh. it's gonna be hard for me it's, to have any other reaction yeah. but really yeah right <laughs> fool me once <laughs> <laughs> Not that if it, happen, if it happens after an ice house yeah. show when you're out. Anyway. Yeah, but if you come to my shows now, I sort of dress like a Bond girl or like a Bond villain nice. because I need to just be, or like Lara Croft. <laughs> I just need to be prepared for whatever. I literally have like a necklace with a little knife on it and like a police baton that telescopes out. And <laughs> 
<laughs> You're ready for anything. I am ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on and, and sharing course, the story. Of course. And uh, hit me up if you need tips on how to jump and roll from a car. Yeah. You heard it here. Apparently first. from stand up to stunt woman. <laughs> I, got, I got it all. I do it all. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. That was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much to Alex for coming on. Uh, just a crazy run of scenarios she's been in, and, and hopefully uh, things play out in threes. I'd say she's had her three crazy car incidents for life, so hopefully it's all smooth sailing from now on. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Give us that five-star rating if you did. If you didn't, don't do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the episode for this week. I, uh, I just I hope you're having a great day. I really do. We need some good days, some great days, and I hope you're having one. So, until next Wednesday, keep on laughing.